You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. The following is a paid program sponsored by Crawford Management Group and Smart Time Consultants. Please be advised that the voices and opinions you hear do not represent the views of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Hi, my name is Leah Crawford. And I'm Rhonda Nolan. And you're listening to the Let's Talk with Leah and Rhonda show. For all the beautiful entrepreneurs out there, this is for you. Good morning, Las Vegas. How are you doing on this Saturday morning? I hope you're doing great. My partner in crime, Leah Crawford, is not with us today, but... I have two lovely ladies in the studio with me this morning, and we're going to talk all about their businesses. Okay, Las Vegas, you know I want to know, did you exercise today? I hope you've been up and outside of your house, but I'm going to ask my guests. We have Miss Eleanor. Cromer. Cromier. Cromier. <laughs> Eleanor Cromier from Project 300. And we we have Miss Tashelle Lawson from the Fig Strategy and Consulting Group. Good morning, ladies. How you doing? Good morning. We're so glad you're here with me today. <laughs> Fantastic. We'll get right into it. Miss um, Eleanor, tell us about Project 300. Well, Project 300 is an online tutoring service. Our focus is actually kindergarten, but when we started out, we weren't able to get that many kindergartners, so we did expand to elementary school students, which our majority of students are second grade right now. But we want to help students who are struggling readers, mm-hmm. um, improving their foundational skills, which they need throughout life. And um, so I'm a retired teacher. Okay. And so I created this project program because I wanted to still work with the kids. Yeah. And um, so as I was working on putting this program together, um, an article came out in the paper called the Big Idea Challenge. Mm -hmm. And it went right along with what I was trying to do, which that program wanted innovative ideas in education. So I submitted my idea and we were one of three winners for 2022. And so that was really great. That's that's, fantastic. mm -hmm. And um, so With this program, we provide one-on-one tutoring. Mm -hmm. It's exclusively online. And so the parents have to be dedicated to getting the student involved because they need to log them in, especially because they're so young. They have to log them in. And um, so we set up a time. We do have some four-year-olds, which that's great because we want to help these students, you know, get those skills before they you know, really become readers. Mm -hmm. And so we're trying to encourage people, you know, they, your student does need to know those letter names, letter sounds, and then they can start sounding out those basic um, consonant, vowel, consonant words, you know, cat, hat, bat, you know, the, the Dr. Seuss stuff that we have all grew up reading Mm -hmm. um, really just falls into place and the students love it. And the parents, we have, they're they're raving, you know, giving us rave reviews where they really have seen their students improve, and, and that's that's really important. So the one-on-one classes that you have for the students, do these happen after school and on the weekends? Yes, most of them are after school, um, where most of our students are logging in between two thirty, and we have tutors that work as late as seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then we do have a group of homeschool homeschool students. Okay, and then some of the ones who are preschoolers, they're not in school yet, so we are able to get some of those students during the day okay and um, so we have a variety but most of them are 
um, after school. Once I start my after school group, they're back to back, you know, because they're just getting out of school. Right. But the, the parents are dedicated to getting them on there and, you know, practicing to do those lessons. And um, it's really been great to see their progress. That's fantastic. So you work with four year olds, five year olds. Um, we have I think our oldest student may be eight. OK. Mm-hmm. OK. And um, but like I said, we haven't turned away. Well, we did. I did have to say no to one parent that called that um, was middle school. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, maybe in the future as we grow, we could offer help to them. But they were saying they need help, you Mm -hmm. know, and then, you know, the population in Nevada is um, a large Hispanic population. Yes. And so many of those students come in um, with poor English skills, and Mm -hmm. then they're trying to translate. And so it's it's a lot. It's hard. So we are trying to put together stuff where we'll be able to help more of those students also. That's great. So now how long did you teach in the public school system? Um, Well, it's about 20 years. I'm from Cleveland, so I started out in Cleveland. Uh And then when I came here, I was here for like 15 years. Okay. And most of my background was actually preschool. And I really, you know, wondered why the four-year-olds were not in school. Mm -hmm. And even here, it's kind of sad that it's not even required for kindergarten. But those students, you know, preschool and, you know, those four four and five-year-olds, you know, they're so ready to learn. And that's the group that you really want to, you know, start pushing to to learn those early skills. So Las Vegas, uh, if you have some extra time and you want your children to start learning early, you can contact Miss Eleanor on the website and you can check out everything she has to offer at HTPS semicolon backslash backslash project 300 academy.com. I'll read it again. HTTPS semicolon backslash backslash project300academy.com and it gives you a whole overview of uh, what the Project Academy Early Learning Academy has to offer for children from the ages 4 to 8 so if there are some mothers and fathers and grandmas and aunts out there that sees that they have a little one in the family that just needs a little bit of extra help then you can contact Miss Eleanor so Miss Eleanor you taught forever and you loved it, didn't you? <laughs> I did. I did. Even when I go into my room and go to the computer, my husband calls it my unretired room. Uh-huh. <laughs> but um, I do enjoy working with the students. I do. That's fantastic. And if you'd like to contact Miss Eleanor by telephone, she can be reached at 702-685-1973. Again, that's 702 702- Six eight five one nine seven three. That's super fantastic. I think that kids that age they they learn like a sponge. Mm-hmm. Like they pick up things, you know, very easily, and they always want to keep busy. Because I I have a um a virtual a cooking class every month that I do with the one hundred black men of Las Vegas. And when we started that class, it was really for high school students. But the little kids started to sign up and participate. <laughs> so we were like, okay, so we have kids <laughs> from five to twenty, you know, that get online and they we cook mm-hmm. and and they learn, you know, everything, you know, learn different words, learn about vegetables meats foods how to measure you know all those fun things all those skills you need Mm -hmm. in everyday life to succeed so I'm very happy to see that you have this program for these children thank you that's fantastic so now I'd like to introduce everybody to Miss Tashelle Lawson she's the president of FIG Strategy and Consulting hi Miss Lawson welcome to the show how are you doing I am great and I want to answer your original question I did exercise this all right Hot yoga. Hot yoga. Leah loves hot yoga. She swears by it. So do I. How long have you been doing it? So I have been practicing for 
23 years practicing yoga Mm -hmm. and I've been doing hot for about 15. Oh, fantastic. I'm going to come one day. One day I'm going to come to hot yoga because Leah loves it. We love beginners. Okay, good, good, good. (laughs) So tell me about your company, Fig Strategy and Consulting. So Fig Strategy and Consulting is a diversity, equity and inclusion business strategy firm. And those are a lot of big words that essentially mean I help leaders and organizations align their diversity initiatives with their business goals. Mm -hmm. So we saw a lot, a lot of companies, especially the major Fortune 500s, making really large commitments to improving their diversity, hiring more women, hiring more people of color right after the George Floyd death. Mm -hmm, Right. mm -hmm. But what we didn't see or hear was how they were going to go about doing that Mm -hmm. and how that actually made sense for their business. Mm -hmm. So what I do is look at their overall business goals, their mission, their purpose, who their customers are, who their customers are going to be in the future, how demographic shifts are going to affect their businesses going forward. And then I help them align diversity initiatives that will actually make sense for their business, Mm -hmm. which means they're more likely to stick with them. Right. So instead of saying I'm going to hire Tichelle because she's a black woman. Right. Like understand how Tichelle actually helps you solve a problem within your business and how this aligns in the long term. Mm hmm. Right. For the greater good. OK. So did you work in corporate America prior to starting your business? I did. Okay. I was in I was in corporate. I may not look it, but I was in corporate for over you 20 do. years. OK. I don't look like I was in corporate yes, for 20 do. years. You sound like you were in Let's corporate America. Let's say I sound like yeah, it, y'all. You sound like you were in corporate America. <laughs> there we go. For a couple of years. I like, I'm, I'm, I'm still I'm still fighting the fact that I'm hitting that age where I'm like, no, I don't look it. I don't look it. I just have the experience. No, you look good. You look good. <laughs> Thank you, girl. Thank you, girl. <laughs> so tell me, what inspired you to start this business? So I had hit a point, honestly, in my career where I had two choices. I was either going to level up and accept a VP role, which mm-hmm. means I was going to give up even more of, of my own life, mm-hmm. or I was going to step out on my own. And I unfortunately, um, in my last corporate position, I unfortunately experienced blatant racism for the very, very first time. Wow. And due to a complete lack of support within the organization, I decided that it was time for me to go ahead out on my own. Okay. And um, that was in 2017. And even though it has been an incredibly, uh, you, we're both we're all entrepreneurs here, yeah. right? It has been a roller coaster to say the least, but I have not regretted it. That's fantastic. Yeah. So now where did you go to school? So I do not have a formal degree. Everything I have is uh, what is it? School of Hard Knocks. <laughs> That's fantastic. School of Hard Knocks. But I am a very proud graduate of the Goldman Sachs 10,000 Small Business Program. That's a fantastic a program. Killer program. Yeah. As, as much as, I mean, we're at UNLV and I'm a huge fan of, of education. But I can say that actually working in corporate for over 20 years mm-hmm. and then starting my business and then going through an education program was a game changer. Mm-hmm. Like I, I had such a deeper understanding of what my gaps were and mm-hmm. what my strengths and weaknesses are, right? Like yes. we're, we're kind of taught as business owners, you need to be good at everything. When right. in reality, I'm good at like three or four things. Right, right. I outsource everything else. <laughs> exactly. You hire other professionals. I hire other people. And we, we this, this show is particularly for entrepreneur listeners. And we always talk about, you know, having outside people to help you. Absolutely. Having your accountant, having your lawyer, mm-hmm. you know, and having your mentors also. So you need a whole team to actually help 
help you grow and develop and run your business. Absolutely. I also want to share with the female entrepreneurs out there that Ms. Lawson is also the president of NABO. And NABO is the National Association of Women-Owned Businesses. And I'm a member of that organization. Yay! (laughs) And have been for several years. So... What made you decide to run for president and, and want to run this thing? Please tell me. Please tell me. <laughs> so, look, I'm like, I'm going to keep it real. Um, I had, I, like I said, I started my business in 2017. 2018, I had my first interaction with NABO, mm-hmm. which is it's actually National Association of Women Business Owners. Slight, okay. slight tweak. Okay. Um, but I had my first interaction with NABO, and I, I hate to say, like, it wasn't the most positive. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right? So, I logged into this. A discovery call and I didn't see anyone that looked like me mm-hmm. I didn't see anyone that came from the hospitality or the food and beverage industry like there was everyone was a middle-aged white woman either in insurance or real estate okay so we didn't really have any diversity of thought any diversity of industry mm-hmm. diversity of age religion and I'm like uh, this isn't really for me mm-hmm well, after I graduated from the Goldman Sachs 10,000 Small Business Program, mm-hmm. Goldman said, hey, we'll pay for your membership to NABO. Mm. And I was like, all right, let me look, let me relook at, at, at the NABO situation. What's, what's going on there? And I learned that it was an advocacy org- organization. Okay. And when I was in the Goldman Sachs program, I got really into advocating for small businesses, okay. small business owners. So when I relooked at it and looked at the current leadership and the direction, it was like they were trying to move in the direction of mm-hmm. diversity, but just not quite hitting it just yet. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, I have one of those personalities where I'm like, I'm not going to go in. I was like, I should be the president. Like. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to run for president. So I self-nominated as president. I made my platform very clear, which was that I wanted to make sure that the chapter was an accurate representation of the community that we live and serve in. Mm-hmm. We are in Las Vegas. It is a diverse community from race, industry, age, etc. And that was my goal, that I wanted to make sure that everyone that actually interacted with NABO felt like they had a place there, that it wasn't just for insurance or just for Christians or just for like that you could see yourself there Rhonda right right? that you have a place you contribute and that your business issues actually matter as an organization and that collectively we're much stronger as a single voice we can make some noise but as a united voice we're unstoppable and that was why I wanted to to run as president and that was a platform I won and I ran and won on. That's fantastic. And now I understand you all are also certifying uh, women-owned businesses. Yes, ma'am. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. So now you can actually get your certification with NABO as well, which means that if you are a woman-owned business or if you are a minority woman-owned business, you can actually go through NABO to get your certification. That's fantastic. And we've been telling all of our listeners that if you want to do business with any of the casinos here in Las Vegas, and if you want to do business with the government, any government branch, you have to be certified and you have to be either of these certifications. And also, if you're a veteran, you can be a veteran-owned business cert- certified person and just so many other certifications, but you have to have one of them. So you're either you a do. woman, you're you're a minority, you're a veteran, and so many others, but you have to have a certification. But that's fantastic that NABO is in the position to be able to do that to help out in this Las Vegas region. Absolutely. And 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 what I love about us being a certifying body is that we are promoting whether or not this is good for your business. Mm-hmm. Right? So yes, you could be certified, but if, if my company, like I have the certifications, but mm-hmm. I don't do business with large casinos. Mm-hmm. So my certifications don't actually have the same value as some to someone at, or to my clients as it would to have some 
to someone that is doing business with those. Right. And so from the NABO perspective, our goal is to make sure that we are providing opportunities and information to women to help mm-hmm. them make the most informed decisions. Mm-hmm. So while we're going to certify you, we also want to make sure that this actually makes sense for your business. Right. Right. Like right that's, about that. that's number one. I mean, we if you don't do business with the government and you don't plan to do business with the government, don't put yourself through the stress of going through the government women-owned certification because it doesn't necessarily make sense. But if you want to, to do business with the government, it is a requirement, and mm-hmm. we can now assist with that. Well, I think any small business owner that's looking for funding from the government, especially the SBA, that being certified as a small business owner through the SBA can probably help you through that process. Would you agree? I uh, So I am a huge fan of making sure that at the very least, especially for all women, that you at least have your business certified as a small business. Mm-hmm enterprise Mm -hmm. and I'm also now I'm on my soapbox y'all I'm also (laughs) a huge huge advocate of one of my biggest issues which I learned through the Goldman Sachs program and that I really advocate for is that as women that we're making sure that we're also pushing the SBA to redefine small business okay because it is not properly defined the small the small business administration defines small businesses as a company having 500 or fewer employees Mm -hmm. I have five I assure you there's a huge difference between having five employees and having 500 (laughs) Mm -hmm. right and so in in all of our efforts we're also saying use your voice like the whole point of of NABO is an advocacy organization and making sure that we're calling out those those sorts of in inequities because I assure you Rhonda if you have 500 employees and I have five and we're competing for the same government contract who's getting it Right. And, and you're right about that. And I, what I really believe is that uh, COVID taught the SBA a lot of lessons. First of all, they didn't find out till after COVID that there were so many businesses. And so it needs to be defined. It should be a micro business mm-hmm. and then there should be a small business. And no number, those numbers should change because much like you, I'm a small business. I have 10 employees and then I hire contractors around the country to do work. And in your business, of course, it's, it's even smaller. Mm-hmm. Right? right. And so 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 we are small businesses. And we, we are real small. We're businesses. real small, <laughs> but we're micro businesses. And so the rules and regulations for micro businesses versus small businesses that have four or five hundred people is totally different. They should be. But right now they are not. They're not. That's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's part of the challenge. Like we are all in the same category mm-hmm. and we clearly shouldn't be. We shouldn't be. That's right. Right. You're right. Because when I when I talk to um, I've gone out and talked to a lot of businesses and, um, and, and you know, I own my own business. And one of the arms of my business is an event production company. Mm-hmm. And so what I found out when I went to talk to corporate America is that they have funds for diverse owned companies to come in and do business for them. They're separate from operating funds to yeah. do other things. So that's why if you do offer a service to a company that you have to have a certification that you absolutely get it because it's a whole different pot of money yeah and i found a lot of companies like that i had one person say well you know i've got two million dollars i have to spend you know with diverse companies and i was like here's raising my hand like i'm here i'm here when do we start work you know what i mean because i would love to have a contract with that particular company and be able to produce events on their behalf so and that's just from network networking and we always talk about that to get out and talk to other people find out what other business owners are doing talk to your mentors but i want to go back to that goldman sachs program now, I have a cousin who's an entrepreneur <laughs> who lives in Detroit, and he went through that program, and he learned a whole lot. Yeah. And so tell me, they, they, they do it once a year, but they only pick a certain amount of companies. Is that correct? Oh, no. So tell me. Uh, Goldman is the best kept secret in executive education. And, mm-hmm. and here I am exposing it. Everyone needs to know about it. <laughs> they do. They so do. 
there different cities have um, partnerships with Goldman Sachs through Babson College. Okay. And so Detroit, I don't know if they had a physical location, but like LA has a physical location, um, Houston has a physical location, New York, etc. Las Vegas did not have a physical location, so I was a part of the national cohort, which meant we met every. It, it is a stressful program. I won't lie. It is it is intense. But we met online. So okay. all, our entire program was conducted online. But what makes the Goldman Sachs program so impactful is that you were learning from other business operators. So mm-hmm. everything that you were learning can be applied in real life, mm-hmm. like immediately. So I'm, I'm learning how to close a gap in the program today. I'm able to apply that to my business tomorrow. And that... Why, that's why I'm a huge fan of if you are at that stage in your business, right, where you rec- you recognize like I may not be that sharp in this area, but this this program just helps you really start to put things into perspective. But it also teaches you a couple of other things. One was you need to make sure that you understand how powerful you are as a business owner in your community, mm-hmm. right? You create jobs, you stimulate the economy, right? There's that. But then the second was that you have a responsibility as a leader as well to make sure that you are using your voice and your influence to create better policies, right, to actually contribute, which is, again, how I became such an advocate for let's get the SBA to redefine small business Mm -hmm. because as small businesses, we're all affected by that. Mm -hmm. has nothing to do with the fact that that I'm a black or a a black woman or a woman or whatever. I'm a small business owner, Mm -hmm. which means we're all affected by that. Okay, so your process was online. So see, my cousin went through the process in prior to, to COVID and they did it in person. Yeah. And they met at a local community college. Yep. Now, it, did you meet once a week for a several amount of weeks or did no. you meet once a month? How, how's the program rolled so, out? So the program is structured. I think there's one day a week that you don't meet. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, like on, <laughs> online, it was, it was pretty. So you had um, two essential lecture days. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, you have tons of homework, but you have two lecture days. Uh, I want to say that those were three hours uh, in lecture. Mm-hmm. And then you have your uh, small group days where you meet with a, a small cohort of six to eight people and you're working through business challenges. Mm-hmm. And then you have your mentor days mm. where you're sitting, you're working one-on-one with your mentor. And this is specifically around your growth goal. Okay. And what every business operator appreciates about that program is that it stretches you. Okay. So we have basic goals that we're aiming for as small business operators, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, yeah, I want to hit $5 million. And they're like, great. Everyone has that goal. What are you going to do to actually create impact? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do to really stretch? You know that that is a, a basic goal, Rhonda. How can you push it even further? Like pie in the sky. How would you go about this? Okay, great. This is what you're going for. Now let's build that out. What mm-hmm. does that look like in real life? Mm-hmm. You've got to you've got to chunk it out. You got to know your strengths. You got to know when to outsource weaknesses, hire, scale back, whatever. And that that was essentially the program. And I want to say it was four months. Four months. Okay. So it was it was intense. Yeah. And what the, what they say when you apply is that you have to have the resources and the team in place because this is not a program that you can you know give half to you have to be all in Mm -hmm. but the impact I came out so much sharper and I I feel like I have a really strong business acumen already Mm -hmm. this changed my life that's fantastic now Miss Eleanor are you thinking about expanding your business into other areas because I know you're in uh, southern Nevada right now in the Las Vegas area are you thinking about expanding to Reno or any other area Mm -hmm. oh absolutely well once we um 
build up more here. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have people out of town all the time saying, do you, you know, can my, my grandchild is in California. Can I get her in the program? You know, and so we have people all over the country that would really like to put their kids into this program. Mm-hmm. And like I said, right now, the tutors and all of us are right here in Southern Nevada, but there's teachers all over the country mm-hmm. that could, you know, tutor for us because this is online. And mm-hmm. so we would be able to do that. And then another area, everybody's talking about math. Mm-hmm. The reading scores are low and the math scores are even lower. Yeah. You know, um, in a couple years, maybe we could add math in because, you know, the, the kids are struggling. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that um, and with both parents, you know, in those homes working all the time, you, they kind of need someone, you know, that can give them some extra help in those areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, 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 and speaking and writing and math are just so important, especially with the new STEM programs that a lot of these schools have. So, you know, getting your children involved and enlightened early, you know, only makes for a better future. It's, it's big because even what I found with the students that we're working with when I would try to dictate a word to them, and then I would say, show it to me, you know, and they hold up the paper to show me. I was like, oh, my gosh, they cannot write either. So we mm. started doing more writing, you know, put the letters on the line. And these were not the kindergartners. These were like second grade students. Wow. And like I said, writing was writing has been very bad, but it is improving. I have to say all of those students, you know, that we started, you know, making them write and show me your writing. And I take a screenshot of it and put it in their folder, you know, little stuff like that, because we are online. But um, they have missed so many skills, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, but they they need it. You have to be able to write and you have to be able to read, even if a lot of the students will say, oh, I love math. A lot of the math problems are things you have to read. You have to understand what the problem is asking you. Right. You know, and there's tons of word problems. And, you know, math is huge. It's a part of almost everything that we do. So you, you do have to be able to read, even if it was cooking. You know, you got to right. read that recipe. You got to read the recipe. That's yeah. right. You know, we find also, because uh, I also work with the uh, economic empowerment class where we teach children about banking. Um, some children didn't, don't know how to write cursive. And these are older children. Mm. And so when we actually at the end of the class and we take them to the bank to show them what a bank is, half of them have never been in the bank. Wow. Everything is online. Everybody's doing everything on their phone and on their computer. So when they actually have to go to the bank, um, it's, it's a whole enlightenment, you know. And at the end of this class, it's called the uh, Youth Economic Empowerment Class. And we teach elementary school, junior high and high school students about banking, checking, savings accounts, credit scores and all those fun things. It's a 10 week class <laughs> we do every spring. But at the end, I, you know, we go to Wells Fargo Bank and we show them what a real bank is. Hmm. What are the jobs inside a bank? And we also it, we also encourage them if you open up a bank account and put $200 in, we match that $200. Okay. Oh yeah, we've been doing that for the last three years. So wow. it's been a total success because we are trying to teach children how to save and how to prepare for things that they want. You know, everybody's path in life is different. Everybody yeah. doesn't go to college after high school. Some people become entrepreneurs. Some people go into armed forces. You know, people do many different things. Some people step into a family business and kind of learn the family business to take over. So everybody's walk of life is different, but we want to make sure everyone is prepared no matter where life takes them.
That's good. That's a good philosophy. Yes, yes, yes. So, ladies, I am so happy you were here with me today. Leah, we miss you, but we had a great show without (laughs) you this beautiful Saturday morning. And I just want to remind our listeners, hey, if you have a loved one that needs a little bit of help, reach out to Miss Eleanor at Project 300. Her number is 702-685-1973. That's 702 685-1973 and it's the Project 300 Academy and you can locate her on HTPPS semicolon backslash backslash Project 300 academy.com and also if you have a business out there and you need some help with some strategy (laughs) you can reach out to Miss Tashelle Lawson she can be reached at 1-800-834-4946 and the name of her business is FIG strategy and consulting and if she will come and meet with you and you can talk about some of the things you'd like to do with your company if you're ready to grow your business or branch out or go into other areas and other states she can help you with that so I'd like to say thank you Miss Lawson thank you Miss Eleanor I'm not even gonna mess up her last name right so I'm gonna call her Miss Eleanor because I am bad with names you people know I'm bad but I want to thank you ladies for being on the Let's Talk with Leah and Rhonda show today we really appreciate you and we look forward to seeing and talking to you soon thank you thank you so much It's been fantastic. Keep your eye out for the 100 Black Men Virtual Youth Cooking Class coming up on uh, October the 25th. Also, it's Halloween time. If you have small children, as you know, on the north side at the Pearson Community Center, they will be giving out candy and goodies on October. Yes, yes. And one more announcement. One more announcement. NABO has our annual fundraiser coming up, WODA, Women of Distinction Awards, and that is coming up on October 24th. 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. at the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino. And it is going to be a phenomenal event. We are recognizing women. We are inspiring women. And we are launching our HER initiatives where we're raising funds to develop programs that help businesswomen in Las Vegas close their gaps. So NABO, WODA event, October 24th, 6 p.m. <laughs> where can they buy tickets? Tickets at NABO, SN, SNV, so NABO, Southern Nevada, dot org. Fantastic. I will see you all at the event. Las Vegas has been real. Have a fantastic Saturday. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. (laughs)